0: Welcome to the e-commerce dropout podcast. I'm your host, Emily, a successful e-commerce entrepreneur with a few epic failures under my belt as well. And I'm here to share with you everything I wish I knew when starting my own e-commerce journey over four years ago. Whether you're wanting to launch your very first online store or you're looking to scale an existing brand, this is the show for you here you'll learn plenty of actionable tips and tricks to create the e-commerce store of your dreams and smash your online business goals. So let's get started. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to another episode of the e-commerce dropout podcast. As always, I am so excited that you're tuning into this episode and I'm super grateful that you're here because we have a really valuable episode in store today. We are going to be talking all about how to actually turn your social media followers into paying customers, because that is the goal, guys. We always wanna be thinking about increasing our revenue, boosting those conversions, and this episode is going to be all about how to turn those followers into customers, which is the goal. So this episode was actually inspired by a QA and I did on Instagram last night, where a beautiful girl asked the question of how she can turn her social media followers into customers. And I was like, oh my God, how have I not done a podcast episode about this already? Because it was such a great question. So I thought, why not dive into these strategies today? Because honestly, this topic is so great to discuss because your social media following, they're your warm audience. They are following you for a reason. They are the ones that are most likely to purchase from you. But if you don't have these conversion tactics in place, which means you don't have you know, the opportunities for your customers to purchase or the strategies in place to encourage them to make a purchase, then you're not going to convert them and they're just going to stay as followers, which really means not a lot to your business. It doesn't mean anything for your bottom line. So we want to turn those customers into, sorry, those followers into customers and then those customers into your fans. So this episode is going to be all about how you can actually do that and the strategies to put in place to do so. Okay. So the first thing that I think is really important to acknowledge is that the people coming to follow you on social media, they like something about your business, whether it's your brand, whether it's your product, whether it's your vibe, whether it's you, there is something that they love about your business. And that is why they are following you. However, we do need to look at the customer journey as a whole. So every customer goes through the same stages. First, they need to know about your business. So these customers already know about your business if they're following you. So you already ticks that off. But when they're following you, the phase that they're going through is the like and trust phase. So they're getting to know and decide whether they like your brand. And that duration can take different amounts of time for everyone. And then the final stage of the customer journey is when they make a purchase from you and then become fans or become repeat purchases. So every customer will go through that journey with your business in different times. Some customers will see your business. They're like, oh my God, I love that product. They make a purchase and it can be instant. But other customers take a lot longer to warm up, and that's where social media comes into it. So you need to be looking at your followers for where they're at in their customer journey. If they're following along with you, they likely need what we call warming up. So they need to get to know your business a lot more. And that's why showing up consistently on social media is so, so important because if you have more points of contact with that person, they're more likely to get to know and like your brand a lot quicker. In comparison to if you post like one post a month and zero stories, they're not getting that opportunity to become familiar with your brand and decide whether they want to make a purchase. However, if you're consistently in their newsfeed and they're finding more and more things that they like about your business or that they align with, they're more likely to go through that warming up phase a lot quicker and then in turn make a purchase. So where I'm leading to with all of this is essentially the first strategy that I want to talk about. And just before I do dive into this, I think it's really important to acknowledge that all customers are different. All customers are going to go through these um, stages at, at different times. And, you know, it could depend on someone's financial situation. They might not have enough money at the time to purchase or you know, there's so many different variables that you have to consider with customers. All of them are different. So, this, there's no blanket strategy that will work for everyone because everyone's circumstances are different. But the first kind of strategy that I want to tell you about is that these people that are following you, they're most likely looking for an opportunity to purchase. You think all the brands that you follow, You are following them for a reason, but you're waiting for just, you know, that moment that makes you decide to purchase. And for some people, they don't need a trigger or an opportunity to purchase. They're just happy making a purchase and going on their way. But a lot of other people are waiting for the moment to purchase. They're waiting for you to offer them something. They're waiting for a new product to come out. So you have to diligently be selling. And I know that a lot of people feel a little bit gross about that. They don't like the idea of being an active salesperson. But you're doing a disservice to your future customers if you're not selling to them. So, you want to try and give them as many opportunities to purchase. And by no means do I want to encourage you to always be discounting your products because I don't believe in that at all. But running the occasional sales or offering the occasional discount may just provide those followers with the opportunity that they're looking for to you know, make that decision to make a purchase. So now I wanna share some of the ways that, that you can effectively convey your offer or your opportunity with your audience. So the first one is quite obvious and that is to share it through your content. So by posting a photo on Instagram with the offer underneath it, um, posting stories, putting it in your reels or your TikToks, I've also seen a lot of people on TikTok put an exclusive uh, discount code for their TikTok followers in their bio, which I think would work really well because it gives them your TikTok followers like an exclusive discount or an exclusive opportunity, which may work really well to convert them. However, I do have a few more kind of maybe more advanced strategies that you can implement. And my personal favorite is to use a Facebook ads retargeting campaign. So what this does is it collects all the data and all the information from people that have either engaged with your social media accounts that follow you, uh, people that have looked on your website but not made a purchase it will retarget those people to show them your content, to show them your ads. So it just keeps your brand top of mind. And if your brand is constantly popping up in their news feeds or on their stories, you're providing this constant opportunity for them to make a purchase. And that ties in with what I was saying earlier. They might not be ready in the moment when they follow you, but if you're always showing up and you're always offering this opportunity to purchase, when the time comes, you will be there, you will be top of mind and they are more likely to make a purchase. Now, the next strategy that you can use for this is to be really diligent with collecting your audience's email addresses. So the way I picture this in this circumstance is to add a pop-up on your website that offers a discount code in return for their email address. Actually, it doesn't even necessarily have to be a discount code. I have done other um, podcast episodes about how to grow your email list quickly. And there I've mentioned that you don't have to always offer a discount code you could offer a quiz. You could offer a free guide. You could offer a video training series. Like if you had a, um, swimwear company, you could show them like different ways to style the bikinis. And that could be your lead magnet to get their email addresses. But if you want to learn more about that, I would definitely go recommend, um, having a listen to the episode I did all about how to grow your email list. I digress. So the main purpose here is you want to collect your customers email addresses, and often you will need an incentive for them to be willing to give you their email address. But similarly with Facebook ads, even if they don't purchase right now on the spot, one, you've offered them an opportunity. So if you are offering a discount code, you have offered them an opportunity to purchase. And some people might purchase immediately with that alone. But if they don't purchase, that's fine because you have their email address, you can constantly be showing up in their inbox. And by showing up, I don't mean in like an annoying, you know, just like always there, there, there. Same with social media. When I talk about showing up, I don't mean just like showing up with just heaps of volume and no intent. I mean, showing up with like valuable content that your audience will actually enjoy and engage with. So... If they don't purchase, you can add them to your email list and you can continue presenting them with opportunities. If you have a sale, you'll let them know about it. If you have new products coming, you'll let them know about it in their emails. So you're consistently just giving them more and more opportunities. So I hope you're kind of getting... The theme here, you have given them something in return for their email address, whether it's a discount code or whether it's a more, a different type of lead magnet, and then you can also keep in touch with them via their email. And I think another really important point to mention here is you don't own your social media following, although they might be following you on Instagram. Let's just all reflect for a moment when Facebook and Instagram and all of that just died the other week. And what did we do? What would you do if you lost your entire social media following? You would need to rely on your email list. And that is why it is so, so important to not just rely on having those followers on social media. You want to do your very best to convert those people to your email list because you own your email list. And if anything ever happened in the social media world, you would still have those contacts to access. And sorry, another thing that I just thought of, I know I keep going off on these little tangents, But I think it's really important to remember why we use social media. People don't use social media to go shopping. I know we're probably all guilty of it. Like we go on we see something cute and we decide to make a purchase, but the initial intent with social media isn't to shop. So you need to have these different points of contact with your audience. And that is why having their email address is so important because they might go on social media and they have no, like, even if they see your product, they might have no interest in purchasing because they're just there to look at what their friends are doing. So if you have their email address, you might get them at a point um, where they're more likely or their brains are more primed and ready to make a purchase. I know that if I go into my email inbox, I know that I'm going to have heaps of emails from different um, businesses or different boutiques or whatever. And I'm more in that mindset of like, Oh, I'll have a look and see if they've got any cute, anything cute that's been like released or whatever. So you kind of have to just think of how the consumer's brain really works. And something that I always tell my audience is that you know, you have to be, if you're a business owner, you have to be a conscious consumer as well. You have to think of how you shop and what you do because your audience are no different. They are going to be doing the exact same thing. So I think that that's a really good, um, thought pattern to get into when you ask yourself the question, or if you're wondering something, think like, what would I do as a customer? And then it's probably the same for your customers as well. Okay. So to summarize that point, because I feel like it was all over the place, firstly, we have to take into consideration where our followers are at in the customer journey, and we have to remember that they are likely being warmed up. So to do that, we have to show up in a consistent way on social media. So they get to know and like our brand. Secondly, we have to present them with an opportunity to purchase. So they might just be waiting for the right moment and by offering them maybe a discount or an incentive to purchase or, you know, showing them a new product that might be the opportunity that they need to convert from just a follower into a customer. And to do that, some of the ways that we can do that is through our content on social media, through a retargeting campaign on Facebook or through your email marketing as well. All right. Now the next topic that I want to cover kind of addresses why people might be, you know, following along, checking out your website but not actually turning into customers. So they're followers but not customers. And that could be that your website is just not optimized for conversions. And what I mean by that is that it's not easy for people to make a purchase and this is a really big factor when it comes to e-commerce. Conversion percentages should always be one of your top priorities. You want as many people to be checking out your website and then making a purchase, not just coming and visiting and leaving. You want them all the strategies to be in place for them to actually become customers. So some of the really common things that I see stopping people from becoming customers or you know decreasing your conversion rates is if your site is really slow to load. People hate that, they will click off. The next thing is that if you don't have enough information on there or enough visuals for them to make a decision to purchase. So I say this all the time, but with e-commerce, your customers can only base their purchase decision off the information and off the photos and videos that you provide. So if you have like one product image, it's going to be really hard for your customer to decide that they want to purchase based off that alone. So what I encourage you to do is always have like a one product photos it is one of the most important things to invest in your in your business is quality product shots so you want really clear product shots you want to try and have a video of your product so a video of it in use that is really effective and then to complement that the number one thing that i recommend you encouraging um, amongst your previous customers is for them to leave a photo review so a photo of their product and then like a review detailing their experience this combination is so so powerful to convert future um browsers because they have so many points of reference to make their purchase decision on but if you just have the one photo you know, you don't have as much information for them there. And that also ties into your product descriptions as well. You don't want your product descriptions to be super rambly and be like, you know, list every little thing, but you want the customer to have all the information that they need to make that decision right there, readily available. Now, the next thing that may be hindering your conversion rates is if you have a difficult checkout process and Shopify is generally quite good with this. Um, Their checkout process is quite uniform, but you want to make sure that it is as easy as possible for the customer to make a purchase. You don't want them to add it to their cart and then have to do, you know, make an account and do a million other things because you're just giving them more and more opportunities to click out without actually making a purchase. So make sure your checkout process is as seamless as possible. The next thing that I kind of want to touch on, and this is the final thing that I I will mention, because if you do want kind of all my tips on really honing in and boosting your conversion rates, I do have a previous podcast episode that I will link in the show notes for you to go have a listen to. And that is all about strategies to increase your conversion rates. But from an overall standpoint, your site needs to be looking real, real good. Because, you know, to us it may look great, but you need to look at it from the consumer's eye. Is there everything there that they need to um, you know, navigate easily? Is all the information there? But you also don't want to add a lot of fluff and a lot of rubbish. I go to some sites and I see on the top of the homepage this whole like rambly paragraph about the brand, and I think. You know, that there is space for that on the website, but it's not like you don't want the main focus to be that because think of yourself, how often do you go to someone's e-commerce website and like the first thing you do is want to read all about the business. You don't, you want to look at their products. You want to see what they have to offer. And then you may look into their business a little bit more and want to know more about the brand. So you have to think of these things guys and how your, what your customer really wants to see. Alrighty guys, so that wraps up the content for today's episode, but the key takeaways that I really wanted you to take and think about are that you need to think about where your followers are at in their customer journey and how you can warm them up so that they're ready to become customers. And then you also want to take a really good look and audit of your website and just make sure it is optimized for conversions. So the followers that you are sending there, you want it to be as seamless and easy as possible for them to make a purchase. You don't want them- to get there and be turned away immediately because you're doing all that hard work for nothing. So they're the two things to really consider, but I hope you guys have loved this episode and it has given you some really good strategies for how you can turn your followers into customers. But before you go, I do want to remind you that I am still running my little birthday giveaway. So if you didn't listen to the last episode, I am giving away my product selection playbook, which is normally $197 for free to anyone who leaves a review on the podcast and lets me know about it via Instagram. So the product selection playbook has Everything you need to be able to find and source your first product to sell online. It has um, scripts that you can send to your suppliers to negotiate and arrange samples. It has literally everything you need in there to be able to get your product and be ready to start your own online store. And if you do want to get your hands on that for free, like I said, just leave a review in the Apple Podcast app. Send me a DM on Instagram to let me know. And if you send me a screenshot of your review, that's even better so I know that it's done. I trust you, of course. So, um, but yeah, I just want to remind you guys that if you do want to give your get your hands on that, I will probably be um, offering that for another week. It probably won't be much longer than that at all. So if you do want to do that, definitely jump onto it. But thank you so much for listening to this episode. As always, I bloody love you guys and I hope you have a fantastic week and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in. But before you go, I have one last thing for you. If you're someone that is eager to start an e-commerce brand, but you're lacking inspiration for what to sell, I have the solution for you. Head to the link in the show notes to download my 63 e-commerce product ideas cheat sheet. It is completely free for you to download and packed with value. So head over to the show notes to claim your copy.